two, one. No. And we're live, but not live to tape. <laughs> uh, I'm very pleased to welcome our guest uh, this week to talk about something that I've been planning on talking about all along with this show, but uh, never seemed to get around to it. But who better to have on to talk about uh, the Levon affair than oh. than <laughs> uh, than uh, Ryan Dawson? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. You know, it's a very important topic, and it was something that. Until Justin Ramondo started writing about it, and yeah. Mike Rivero and myself started teaching people about it, there are a lot of people, even with degrees in history, that had no idea this occurred. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Yeah. And now it's sort of um, like, uh, it went around as fast as people who just learned about fractional reserve banking and Federal Reserve. You know how once when, when some noob learns that fact, they go around telling yeah. 10,000 people. Yeah. It was like USS Liberty and Levon affair. This is when everybody started to learn that out of the blue, and <laughs> nobody yeah. knew, like even twenty years ago. Well, uh, it's a, it's a weird one, and, and we've just been shitting on uh, social media before the before the show. Yes, basically, internet uh, the censorship has come up with this because we were planning on doing this episode maybe a month or two ago with somebody else. I can't remember who or when, but. Um, so I'd already done some research on it and I've watched a load of videos on it on YouTube. And now there basically aren't any <laughs> yeah. that I can see. Yeah. From Europe. If, Even if I had still existed on YouTube, I would have had a lot of videos on it and interviews on it, but all those are yeah. gone because they erased my YouTube. Yeah. But, but bit shoot too. all the other, the alternative tube sites also like most yeah. of them of all the stuff that, you know, there's one or two, three minute of all the same clip, up in a few places but um i imagine yeah, that this this video is going if you're watching this now you're watching one of the only videos on youtube we can search on, for uh, online operation well, I, susanna because that's what it is actually yeah. called right and yeah, what yeah. it should be called because penhas levon was actually a, a fall guy he was not yeah. guilty of it but that's it's still true. called levon affair anyway i'm trying to get people to learn about the ss patria because that's when the Israeli terrorists blew up a ship and killed 55 British sailors and uh, Interesting. put 1,800 people in the water. Oi, mate, have you got a license died. to kill us? Well, yeah, well, they did. <laughs> they have now. <laughs> well, in the middle of World War II, a lot of the people guarding Palestine only had two bullets in their gun. They, they didn't have it to spare. So yeah. Haganah terrorists went and they blew up boats. They blew up a boat full of Jews that were leaving Palestine because the Zionists wanted a... Jewish majority demographic to rule and didn't want them to leave. Right. So they blew it up. So it's a lot. Of, I'm glad people know about the liberties, the American ship when they killed mm -hmm. Americans, 34 Americans, but 55 British sailors were also blown up and they blew up an embassy in Rome. They blew up hotels. Like the liberty is just one of many terrorist attacks by these yeah. fanatics on, yeah. uh, on Western targets as well as, obviously as well as palestinians well absolutely nobody in britain knows about the ss patria uh, or, i mean mm. we don't even know about the boer war because like i know you it's it's a a, a sort of a, a subject you're interested in ryan of, of how shitty the british the british are the british empire but <laughs> as much as they fucked over the rest of the world they, they do it to us first last and always and uh we, we're not even allowed to to know about our own fucking history and you know them, them fucking us up is the british empire fucking us up by proxy 
I mean, it is the British Empire's fault, isn't it? That the the state of Israel. Yeah, they literally they, are they, the progenitors they, of the state of Israel too. Uh, like the incub England, you could say, is like the incubator for is for Israel. Yeah. Yeah, it's ironic because right now the U.S. is so zog, but um, not until Lyndon Johnson. It wasn't like that. Eisenhower wasn't like yeah. that. Kennedy wasn't like that. Yeah. Uh, Kennedy said no to the uh, said no to the nuclear program, which a lot of people would say is why he got got. Uh, well, the, the nuclear program is a result of the Lausanne affair. Yeah. That pushed them right. in the arms of the French. And Brit I mean, the France, Britain, and Israel attacked Egypt in 1956. Yeah, and it's the U.S. that put an end to it, and it was it was Eisenhower that put peacekeeping troops in there for ten years. So from 1957 to 1967, there was a buffer zone. A month after they're removed, Israel attacks again preemptively on Egypt. That's the Six Day yeah. War in 1967. Yep, Sinai Peninsula, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I Egypt think was that already engaged at a war with Saudi Arabia and Yemen. They weren't going to open up a second front in Israel. And the excuse yeah. is, oh, yeah, they're amassing troops on the border. BS, because I, I've, yeah. I've interviewed um, Jeff Gates and others, people who are in the war room, and Israelis are just kind of casually looking at their watch as the alarm's go, going off. They're like, shouldn't we go somewhere? They're like, nah. They, they hit the Egyptian Air Force <laughs> while it was still on the ground. Preemptive strike. Yeah. They also right, attacked yeah, them yeah. in 1955. They invaded Gaza, and they killed... 39 Egyptian soldiers at a preemptive strike, which is why yeah. Egypt starts saying they couldn't get arms from the U.S., so they turned to the Soviets. Like, the whole, yeah. this whole Cold War and all this mess and why there are nuclear weapons there and all that is Israel's fault. Yeah. It's funny, too, um, uh, that Saddam Hussein actually modeled his attack on Iran uh, later uh, based off of the six-day war strategy to uh, destroy the Egyptian uh, air forces before they took off. And of course, he didn't, you know, have the sophistication of the Israeli or, or the backing of the Americans that the Israelis had, I should say, um, that uh, to, to do it so he didn't succeed as well. But um, it, it's still, it's funny. It's just like, the way when you look at these conflicts, it's like you go back through history and it's like, oh, all of them are just sort of like echoes of the last one uh, repeating back all the all the way back into fucking biblical times, basically. Yeah, they started every single one of them. They'll say the Arabs attacked him in 1948. But that was after two decades of Israeli terrorism. Yeah, them, so just then, coincidentally, the year that uh, the, the year that the uh, the British just, Empire leaves, by the way. Yeah, so they just they <laughs> give it over to the UN to award other people's land to this new group called the Israelis, <laughs> and we just the Geneva Convention said because of the results of World War One annexing land from Germany, which led to World yeah. War Two. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you can say all the nasty things, and they would be true about Nazi Party and so on, but. They would not have arisen, most likely, if you had not yeah. taken land away oh, from yeah. the Germans. And who started World War One? The Allies. Yeah. Yeah. By a terrorist group, the Black Hand, assassinating right. leaders in Austria. And so, yeah. And, and even uh, well, well, they agreed. They agreed. We don't annex territory. Even if you win a war, yeah. you don't get to like stick German-speaking people as part of Poland or whatever. But then Israel does it anyway. They put a state on top of yeah. a state. Yeah. An unprincipled exception, if you will. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I love the argument of like, well, Palestine doesn't exist because it's not a country. It's just like saying, well, yeah. okay, yeah. Virginia doesn't exist because it's just part of the United States. Oh, they're right. just part yeah, of the yeah, Ottoman yeah. Empire, or part of the Roman Empire, or part of the British Empire. And they actually were independent for about 22 well, years, which is older than Mexico was during the Mexican War with the United States. If, if they're going to do that uh, Palestine doesn't exist thing, then... Oh, we can Israel's, say Mexico doesn't Israel's exist. It's just part yeah. of Spain. So yeah, yeah. You know. But then, <laughs> if, if Canada doesn't, doesn't exist. It's just the English Empire. I agree with that. No. <laughs> <laughs> if if Palestine doesn't exist, then Israel's a apartheid state. But they'll 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 happily say. Did you say parasite? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they'll, they'll happily argue against each one of, of those movie. points in turn. But this without ever saying what it is. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I mean, if you get really edgy, have it Taiwan's just part of China, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but... <laughs> it's based China. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that I, Taiwan I, is China. I just say, the... uh, I just call it Taiwan and West Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, all right, I'm into that too, yeah. Technically, they are the OG that were not taken over by the Communist Party, so they're Yeah, they're, 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 they're Chiang Kai-shek's yeah. boys, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's well. By the way, who's spook? He's glow in the dark. <laughs> so I guess he, at the end of the day, well, Saddam was uh, glow yeah. in the dark. That was our boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh so my god. Yeah. Back. Yep. But yeah, the the model on Iran. I mean, it's just geography alone wouldn't let you do what the Israelis did on Egypt. And Egypt did. Um, they were reeling already after World War Two. Like a, a lot of North Africa have been torn to pieces. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. And uh, oh, I imagine. Yeah. 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 The Desert Fox rolled through a few years prior to that. <laughs> I said, isn't it funny that the Europeans are having this giant theater of war in Africa? Why is that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty funny. I always, yeah, I think I literally brought that up on the last episode. We were talking about the death of Patton. And uh, we were talking about Patton's time in North Africa. And I think I literally, th like, you know, thought out loud to say, like, what were they even doing there? <laughs> but, Resources. I mean, it's just, you know, yeah. It's just, like, that's what Africa is. It's the fucking it's the fucking trough from which all wealth springs. Yeah, it's like that story about the uh, IMF uh, taking Italy's gold and giving it to Africa. It's, oh, it's yes. Like, oh, yeah, that's really going to happen because Africa's a place you send gold to. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it had yeah, yeah. it like in from antiquity on to probably the middle of the 16th century or so. It was on par with Asia and Europe uh, yeah. until basically until uh, cross continental slavery. And it wasn't because of the Europeans in, enslaving Africans. It was Africans enslaving Africans and then selling right. them all over the world. It became their main yeah. export, but that gave them incentives to have all these these different ethnic groups attacking each other so they could right. capture people right. so they could sell them and then they're using the proceeds to buy finished products from Europe. Well that helped Europe develop its industry to make finished goods. Right. Uh, and whereas uh, once a place gets enough slaves like the Americas for example, Jefferson ends the transatlantic slave trade which decimated his economic rivals both Africa and Europe because Africa couldn't sell the slaves which means they couldn't buy the goods from the Europeans. So he knocked oh, them both out in one yeah. shot. And uh, it was the moral thing to do, too. But they still had the slaves that were already there. 
and yeah, right, he yeah. supported. He didn't support uh, just blanket emancipation. He supported phasing it out. He actually tried in the, the Constitution for the state of Virginia where he was from. He wrote in there a clause that okay, the slaves that are slaves will be slaves, but all their children, anybody born from eighteen hundred on, will will be a free man. Uh, okay. But they they rejected that. <laughs> but he tried. Right. And then yeah. as president, he got rid of slaves in the Northwest Territory because re- Kentucky used to be part of Virginia too. Mm-hmm. And so all these states start seceding, which he supported secession, obviously, he believed in it. But he would say, we're not going to expand. Not when Aaron Burr wants to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he had a real hard on for sticking a fucking sticking him up on a fucking uh, on his petard. The only thing Burr did was well was shoot Hamilton. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Yeah, we walked into that whole affair looking into the Aaron Burr thing, thinking like, oh, he's got to be a great guy. Obviously, he shot Alexander Hamilton. Well, that kind so... of like erases everything else bad he ever did. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of... Hamilton's I... the original agent of Rothschild. Like he's like pre-Lincoln. He was we call it the Jeffersonian versus the Lincolnite model. But I'm like, it's really an Alexander Hamilton, Henry Clay. model. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were the two contemporaries, not for nothing, too. Uh, uh, Jefferson and Hamilton they were the ones who were like actually butted heads over shit yeah I mean Jefferson also killed the central bank and got rid of all inland taxes I mean that right there is chat as it gets you know (laughs) he got rid of all inland domestic taxes killed killed the central bank and paid off the debt and then he incurred debt because of the Louisiana purchase but that was definitely worth it because that that was yeah. way more valuable. And again, he fucked over Europe because he's like, we'll just give this, sell this to the French who can't hold it anyway because the Native Americans were already taking yeah. it back. So they go ahead and sell it, but it financed Napoleon's wars and it tore Europe to pieces. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it would be interesting uh, exercise in alternative history, which is something we often will engage in, obviously. But um, uh, in if Aaron Burr had been able to pull off his little his little little coup he was trying to do with with taking over the Louisiana Purchase as another country, what that would have made the eventual dust up between the North and the South over slavery, because I do believe he was planning on making it no slaves. The north and the South would, have... would not have a dust up over slavery. That's like second grade rhetoric <laughs> that they tell you to. No, I know. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> The Obviously South had already not. given up all claims on on Western territory. And when you're talking about these conflicts in, like, Kansas stuff, the total slave population was, like, 52. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't yeah. – it was over commercial interests yeah. in the tariff. I mean, the, the South Carolina had tried to secede in the 1830s over the same issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, they and also uh, – 45%, and then they start the war by sending revenue cutters to Charleston to collect the tax. So they fired on Fort Sumter, which is where they collected the tax, yeah. but it's slavery because mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. Even though six of the northern <laughs> states also have slaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just did a whole episode on yeah. that, basically. I just, that shit <laughs> triggers me. Like, I know. They're I still like, demonizing yeah. the South. Like, if you have a Southern accent, you look because of Hollywood and stuff keeps this stuff alive. It's like, oh, oh yeah. A, a backwards cousin fucking racist, you know, bumpkin, you know, and just because of the way you speak. Yeah, well, speaking we, of Hollywood, we were going to talk about uh, the Levon affair at one point. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. So, yeah, I mean, this all spills <laughs> over into this stuff. Yeah. And this is another one course, where. It's, yeah. The Civil War is so such a large event that you can't ignore it. You have to lie about it. What the Levon yeah. affair? They they 
they both lie about it if you bring it up, but mostly they're just like, shh, don't, you know, don't yeah. get into that. Because well, let me just say of a this. False flag operation that was caught in Which the is not good optics for right. the ruling. False flags class. don't happen. Conspiracies are impossible. Just ask the CIA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's funny. So what's that, the difference that's between a conspiracy I... and a covert operation? <laughs> Nothing. Whether uh, <laughs> whether it's publicly acknowledged or not, uh, after the fact. Yeah. Well, anything <laughs> no, Israel but, uh, does bad is you know doesn't exist. Yeah, or... anti-Semitic. I mean, it's they still deny yeah. the USS Liberty. I'm like, they're survivors. <laughs> what are you talking <Yeah>. about? <laughs> <laughs> you paid out a fucking thirteen million dollar, thirteen billion dollars or something. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, the thing, well, thing re but rebated. Yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, uh, the thing that, uh, so you're right. They, they can't really lie about, about Levon affair. Um, so, uh, I decided to seek out what was the most authoritative Jewish source on, um, the story. And it's, <laughs> I, I found, uh, the Jewish virtual library, which right. is a wealth of information, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and it, and basically hey, it it's focuses... better than us papers actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. When it's, <laughs> when it's what... written from a, from an openly Zionist Jewish perspective, a lot of times you do get a lot of good information from it. I will Although brag about it. I mean, there was recently a, um, a Jewish mobster on, uh, this guy, Patrick's got a big YouTube channel. He was just bragging about all the stuff they did. He's like, yeah, we killed this guy and we did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but you're not um, supposed to admit, say it out loud. Yeah, <laughs> but they've got uh, to the point up? where it doesn't matter. And Arnon Milchan, the largest Israeli arms dealer, got up on a, a Hollywood stage and bragged about it. Yeah, and he sold uh, Krytron the... triggers to Netanyahu as a piece used in nuclear weapons. Yeah, and what? <laughs> and the, <laughs> and the other hand, he's from stealing from the U.S. <laughs> yeah, he's personally responsible for the the uh, JFK movie by Oliver Stone, by the way. Yeah, which, he's the you know, but it, you know, coincidentally, does not mention the any of the nuclear um, deal right. dealings or uh, you know, and, and then it sort of all boils down. Oh, to, I'm gonna puke to in a bucket the machine of war that they killed JFK because <laughs> he didn't give air support to the Bay of Pigs. That's so not true. Yeah. Uh, my other and also the idea, is the idea that zero. he wasn't going <laughs> <laughs> or the very idea that he wasn't going along with the program, the deep state program with Vietnam. As oh, he was. totally was. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah exactly. He's yeah. the one that started it. We, we've just been covered. Uh, I've really got I'm really on my way down the general pattern rabbit hole. And that kind of, you know, speaks to the Bay of Pigs thing that the, the entire Cold War was totally fake and gay and set up. But you know, to as a war profiteering fucking uh, whatever exercise, exercise. Yeah, good no. one. I have basically a, film a called major Decade, MK Ultra. Decades of Deception, which talks about the Levon affair and a bunch of other covert operations and false flags, and one of them's Operation Washtub. So if anyone's like, oh, the Cold War is fake and gay, whatever. Okay, Operation Washtub, the CIA plants a weapons cache off Nicaragua and then goes and discovers their own weapons that they put there and blames the Soviets as a pretext yeah. to put them as like, they weren't actually worried about a communist takeover. It was just, uh, the red scare is an excuse no. to expand budgets and military prowess and the powers of the state. Now yeah. that doesn't mean like communism sucks, but that's not yeah. why they're doing what they're doing. They're doing it because yeah. it increased their own power. Well, it's like, um, even just last week, they had the Royal Navy provoking the Russians, right now. Right. So, 
for the Royal Navy to be acting like that and for you know NATO forces to do what they do the whole time, the constant provocations against Russia, it proves that their policy, or it shows to me anyway, that their policy is based on the absolute certainty that Russia doesn't pose a threat. Because if, if, mm-hmm. if they thought it did, they wouldn't fucking carry on like that. No. You're right. I mean, that would be insane. Yeah. 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 Well, let's it's go like, a little war with Russia. And maybe yeah. the U.S. will help us out. I'm like, no, we the were. U.S. will do what it always does. Sit yeah. back and let you destroy each other. <laughs> See who the winning side's going to be. Jump on that team and clean it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I know, yeah. There's Did this, I like, say Americans are so dumb? I'm like, really? Like, let's look at the Syrian conflict. Let's see. Europe's inundated with refugees. All these Muslim groups are killing each other, and the U.S. is laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's playing and, checkers? Uh, who's playing chess? Yeah, I mean, the American it, military kind of has this has this um, like reputation as being like, oh, we get the job done. Uh, we come in and clean up the messes that the Europeans couldn't finish. But it's like I don't know. You kind of just wait until the last second when everyone's about tuckered out and sort of marching and fucking uh, big dicked and and acting like you've done a whole lot. And then when you actually go in alone, see Vietnam. Uh, you get your fucking ass handed to you. Well, that, that's because the purpose of Vietnam wasn't to take over Vietnam. It was the nine year. They they prolonged the war on purpose so they could sell more helicopters and things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. like when they wanted to go. So they pretty much took on Japan solo. I mean, China was already been defeated. Korea was already part of mm-hmm. Japan and Europe wasn't getting involved. If the U.S. wanted to, it could have done it anyway. But it's like, Why? When we can do nothing and you'll destroy each other, which is if it wasn't for material support, Britain would have fallen to Germany immediately. I mean, they were starving, right? Yeah, but it, the Germany saw the writing on the walls like that's why they had their U boats out sinking merchant marine ships from the United States because they realized that's what's keeping this whole thing going. If they yeah. didn't do that, then Britain wouldn't have acted the way it did anyway, and maybe they would have fought the Soviets together. A lot of things could have happened, but anyway, Levon affair. Yes. Yeah. False flag by the. By Israelis the way, this is par Egypt. for the course. Yeah. <laughs> this is par for the course for the show. Not not for nothing. Nobody minds. So, it's, a, it's just a general yeah. history thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. Um, so what? It's so funny too because some of these. I, I I'm not. I don't believe it's the same Nasser who was in charge when I was in high school. But like a Nasser, it's just so funny. These names even stay the same. That's how much how little fucking things change over in the Middle East. Yeah, like Bush. Um, yeah. Uh, wait. Yeah. Literally, Bush. Yeah. Bushes. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been maybe there was a chance that it was going to be a Clintons again. Well, we had a Secretary of State Clinton and the President. Yeah. Clinton, so yeah. Close. Yeah. She was never president, though. <laughs> Just love saying that. <laughs> yeah. The best part of Trump winning was Hillary losing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I was like, I know he's gonna not do very much, but it's not her. Ha ha. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Uh, the guy who reported on the tarmac meeting between Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton just mysteriously killing himself yeah. uh, with no uh, <laughs> with no warning or anything. Oh, uh, you Clintons, you, yeah, you guys, you guys just you know makes me. It almost makes me feel good and happy to know that things. Some things will never change. <laughs> She'll never be president. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So uh, Nasser was uh, in charge of um, uh, he was a military revolutionary military, sort of a uh, a um, Saddam Hussein sort of sort of figure. Kind of um, the way he is, did with the Baathists. Yeah, he wanted pan-Arabism. 
Yeah. And uh, not just that, but it was also like sort of like flavored like leftist, but not really at the end of the day. Um, uh, and um, crypto fascist sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto fat. Yeah, sure. It's all backed by the Rockefellers anyway. Let's let's yeah. face it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And also another thing that's that's worth mentioning here is that at the time, the Suez Canal was under the control of the uh, England, the British Empire. Uh, which is a really important uh, point of this story was that they were de- actually, you know, sort of getting along with Nasser and America was too. And they were all sort of planning on giving it to the Egyptians so they could kind of have it as like a nationalized source of industry and, and labor and whatnot. And of course the Israelis were not none too happy about them. Uh, the Egypt, anyone basically being able to turn a profit in the area besides them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they saw to it. Uh, and it's interesting too, because whenever you think of Israeli gay ops, usually you think of Mossad, but no, this was actually the military intelligence um, bureau, which is known as Amman. Um, right. And uh they were uh they were um uh, so apparently oh, hang on let me, let they me had a my... sleeper cell in egypt already uh, right yeah order, but egypt was also supporting gaza that's a very important thing i mean they were defending oh yeah Palestinians, that's true. and obviously israel wanted to occupy gaza and they would uh they take over gaza and and they had settlements there up until about 2005 when George Bush, the lesser roadmap, the peace kicked them out. <laughs> but all they did is relocate to the West Bank anyway. And then they go and bomb Gaza back into the Stone Age. But right. Egypt does share a border with Gaza. And so Israel wanted Gaza and the Sinai Peninsula. They wanted it all. And they took it all temporarily. Yeah. And they're still fighting with Gaza. Yeah, of course. Um, they, the, what's it called? The West finally figured out just pay him off. So the whole time Mubarak was there, just just pay him. The second highest recipient of aid after Israel was Egypt. They just paid him to look away and ignore the Palestinians. Mm. And they took that deal. Yeah. Um, what's it called? So so another thing that I mentioned here is uh, during the time that um, during the uh, World War One era, a lot of Jews had to leave Palestine, as it was known at the time. Uh, and a lot of them ended up in Egypt, uh, specifically in uh, Alexandria, which is like where the more liberal place in um, in uh, Egypt was at the time. And uh, they were the, there was also a group of um, uh, a group of like sort of indigenous, if you want to. I, I kind of hesitate to use that words because Jews aren't really indigenous to anywhere. Well, um, but are. yeah, <laughs> but um, they were sort of like an Egyptian for of Egyptian type of Jew called Sayanim, Sayanim, maybe. I just, whenever I kept saying it, I kept thinking Super Saiyan. Um, but yeah, they were like a um, a group of Egyptian Jews. Um, and they obviously- Sayanim is um, just a Jewish diaspora in any country that's loyal to the cause. Oh, okay. Right. I gotcha. Um, but uh, yeah, so they were like still Zionist. Uh, they were probably planning on at some point moving. <laughs> but they're back very to different Israel. to the Jews in Israel, for all from Poland and Hungary and Europe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and so basically the, uh, the Amman agency like went to a group of these, like some of them were as young as 16 years old and I, and brought them to Israel and, uh, and I'm assuming they talked them up with like, Oh, if you, if you do this, um, this is, you're going to be a national hero. And this is like, this is going to be great for your career. If you do this, we're going to take you around to Europe. You're going to learn how to do spy shit. We're going to learn how to do, uh, how to do, you can, you can, this can make a career out of this. this, they you're 16 them years to old do was bomb western targets and have it blamed yeah. on the muslim brotherhood or the communists or anybody but you know themselves yeah. that would keep mm -hmm. either encourage uh britain to stay and it would also prevent the u.s or europe from giving sending financial support to nasser right that's true which okay, yeah, is how i a... wanted to do because he said we better do it or the soviets are going to do it and we'd rather have them in our yeah. sphere of influence than pushing them toward the soviet union yeah, and, and Nasser was trying Dwight. to build the Antwa Dam, uh, which is was fifty would end up becoming fifty percent of their entire electrical production, and the U.S. Yeah. was financing it. So Israel wanted to sabotage that uh, by bombing Western well, targets. If I'm not mistaken, the U.S. was financing it, but the Soviets were constructing it. Well, they they end up not financing it, and the Soviets financed. Oh right, it that's right. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> That's the point. Like, thanks, Israel. You just push Egypt in the arms of the Soviets. Well, it just goes to show that it's it's not like it's greatest ally, my ass. It's yeah, always right, about we're your greatest parasite. ally when it, we're the giving party. But whenever it comes the other way, obviously, it's fucking fuck you, Goyim. Um, yeah, the Zionists uh, invade uh, Gaza in, in 1955. And then Nasser starts looking where to buy weapons. And the Soviets just say, oh, we have some Czech weapons that you can use. I mean, there's the whole war of attrition uh, in 1967 or 1966, 1965. Like, and then another one in 1969, uh, all the way until Yom Kippur from 69 to mm -hmm. 73. That was going on like Soviet pilots getting shot out of the air and things like this was a big deal. But Levon affairs in 1954 where, like you said, they pay these people, pay them and bribe them and stoke up their patriotism, all the above, but they're to bomb patriotism, Western targets. Zionism, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they, they believe in this, like, ethnic supremacy trash. Yeah. They're basically Nazis, but a different team, you know. They, yeah, uh, let me they, just they give, I've never talked about this on the show. And the only I'm Jewish, thinking, by the way, just so you know, don't hang up. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But uh, I just I just did want to. It's funny you mentioned that. I did want to bring this up on the show. I've I've never really said it publicly on the show before. But I have a really distinctive anecdote about when I was growing up um, about like how Jew like my Jewish. I had one Jewish friend growing up, and I was the one. And then most of my other friends weren't Jews. Um, but it was weird. Like I remember my, my, my Jewish friend would I come would to my you house. Only have one Jewish friend that most of your friends were not Jews. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you had were, more than two friends. <laughs> you don't, not, you wouldn't be too far off. Um, <laughs> but, um, what's it called? So, uh, I had one Jewish friend who would frequently go over my house and then eventually, um, after a year or two, he went over my non-Jewish friend's house and he made a big deal uh, he he told me that his mother made him leave his backpack and jacket into the garage so she could check it for roaches 
before uh, she brought it in to the house after having gone to our non-Jewish friend's house. Like, it's legitimately, like, I, I, like, absolutely noticed growing up that, like, this family would treat me better than all the other friends in the in the little group that we had. And it was, it was, you know, honestly, eye-opening even at a really young age. And I, that but I knew I got that I identified from New York, what it was. I had a Jewish friend he was, used to play with. And when they were about five, he just comes home from Hebrew school one day. He's like, I can't play with you anymore. And I'm better than you. He's like, okay. I'd <laughs> <laughs> see ya. What's your rabbi? Say? He's like, my rabbi this, my rabbi that. To a five-year-old. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just so that's just a little anecdote. I, I if, if more come to my mind, I could possibly give you one. But yeah, I wasn't raised in the faith, um, and as a result, I've been you know, obviously didn't have any of the Zionism instilled in me. Um, and also, I'm not even fully Jewish. I think I'm only like I want to say five eighths Jewish, or six eighths Jewish, perhaps. I don't know. My mom's part, and my dad is all. So um, I will go to the camps in the event of uh, yeah. an, <laughs> an issue. But uh, at the other, test, on the other you hand, you, you you take a you take a quarter. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did this. Oh, yeah. I had this joke. And uh, do you know Gilad Osman? He says he's like an ex-Jew because he's from. Okay. He was in the Israeli military and all that. He lives in Britain now, but he's like, well, I'm not. You know, I don't believe in the Jewish religion, and and he doesn't think it's a race. It's a geographic, mm -hmm. like, people, whatever, mm -hmm. recently. It's a people based on a shared history because of the Holocaust yeah. and other things. It's not clearly an ethnic group or a religion, or it's, like, all that stuff. It's sort of a self-identified thing, like Caitlyn Jenner. But um, <laughs> I said, okay. I, I self-identify as white, if I can help it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it Jews are a subsect of whites majority yeah, of them it's true so it's like the irish are white kind of yeah it's like i don't really consider italians white but here we are yeah they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta include them but um i yeah. took a 500 yen coin it looks like a gold coin i was like i'm gonna bounce this on the desk you know and like the quicker you grab it is like your your higher yeah. jewish percentage <laughs> that's uh, great yeah yeah, yeah, this, yeah this is my friend and i'm joking with him so i throw it down he caught it before it hit the table <laughs> uh, and then he and then he like looks at it and then he like slowly turns his hand over and drops it. He's like, uh <laughs> it's like extra my ass. No. <laughs> and I didn't oh, say great. I'm gonna throw it, I just it was gonna do the chest. I pulled out a coin and it was bounce it and I was gonna let him grab it. And he caught it like and I'd even drop it. I like chucked it down. He's like Spider-Man, Spidey senses. Jude Arv was like, Phew. I mean, he did. No. You said he was in the Israeli in the Israeli Defense Forces, right? Yeah, but it's still he's like an older guy now, and he didn't. Even yeah, know okay, all right. It, but he I'm just, just caught checking. this thing. We're at lunch, you know. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's by the way why I sit at the profile here with the camera, so there's no mistaking. Right, if I right. say something vaguely anti-Semitic, just look. I was doing magic deny. tricks, making coins disappear, and I was like, does this disturb you on another level? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> where are they? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You can't make jokes. You can't do comedies like comedians nowadays. You know, a lot of comedians would go in with like a bunch of ethnic stereotypes about whoever, you know, blacks, yeah. Jews, women. Um it, you can't do that now. I mean, you can bash on white guys still. That's like, oh, of course, you know, yeah. the forever lasting punching bag. But uh, yeah, not you even can still it, do not fat as a joke for now. Can do what? Do fat people for now? Fat people for yeah. now. 
Mm. We're, we're headed towards a, a world where I we're think not that's, able to do I it think anymore. That's like out of body shaming or whatever, you know. Yeah. You can make fun of really skinny <laughs> people, but you can't make fun of fat people. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it it's um, just sucks just as bad to be underweight. It's not like, oh, yeah, I love being underweight. You know, I'm sure they eat. It's just, it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. um, morbidly obese people can be anorexic now, which is cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. That it opens the world of inclusivity. That like really fat people can also meant to have mental disorders that where they don't eat. Well, the U.S. Yeah. has the most of both, right? The most anorexics and the most uh, obese. I think uh, one is self-reported and the other one's based on um, yeah. some sort of standard <laughs> weight standards. Well, well the I think we definitely have the most the obese. Sack. But the, the BMI test they use is garbage because it's just dividing weight and height and doesn't take account muscle mass. So like Michael yeah, Jordan is true. morbidly obese. He definitely isn't. Right, but, yeah. you know, yeah. according to BMI. Yeah, that's I, 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 get, I get caught up in that loophole all the time as well. But just because BMI <laughs> is garbage doesn't mean like just from eyeballing yeah. it, like you know. I can tell you yeah. from living in Japan and living in the U.S., there is a massive difference oh, in yeah. mass. <laughs> there's here it's kind of like but the america wasn't always like that when i in like the 80s i remember like i'd go through my yearbook and there was like the fat kid yeah it was so yeah, rare yeah yeah um this is back when people went outside and stuff and that's how it is in japan it now there's like the fat kid like in a whole school there's like two okay, fat people yeah, or yeah. something everybody's stand and america used to be that way and then yeah. pe people yeah. of that same generation, and they can blame Corey. When I was growing up, stuff, I was the fat kid. <laughs> he was the fat Jew. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, I had no, nothing going for me as a kid. No, uh, what's it called? That's that's interesting. Uh, I've actually always wanted to visit Japan, actually, and it's and um, I've le legitimately like in recent years been like you know toying with the idea you know what having been financially stable enough to do it or whatever this is obviously prior to covid but i literally had the thought that i don't know that i want to go there and i'm not like by the way extremely fat now i've lost weight since i was a kid believe it or not wow. um but uh but uh i i just want to like lay on the couch and do this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am Jewish, so I mean, like the whole like analyzing shit and is that's no. kind of yeah no, horrible. Oh no, um, uh, what's it called? The, no, I the no, not even lying though. I had the thought. I don't know if I want to go to a country where I'm like the fattest person in the whole country, <laughs> so I'm not gonna go. <laughs> well, well I mean, they very... just they see it as just I like we you know cows are fat. White people are big. This is how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't. They're not going to make fun of you. But they they are ruthless on each other. Well, it's still a me thing. It's, it's funny because it's yeah. like that's even worse. They're like so above us that they won't even tease us about it. Because like I can't even. Yeah. Help it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> These fucking animals. They, they have don't no even self control. Know how to control themselves. Yeah. yeah they <laughs> have no impulse control. That's just how they are. <laughs> It's the soft bigotry of low expectations. Mm -hmm. They'll just <laughs> dog on the Chinese or whatever. They're like, you're Asian. You should be better, you know? Yeah. They got a lot of hate for China, and that's mutual. Everybody hates China, though. Even China hates China. You go to any yeah. Asian nation, it's like, who are the worst tourists, the worst whatever, like Chinese? And it's getting to be yeah. like that globally, like wherever you are. Like they have surpassed people from New Jersey in, as far as like being the rudest people on earth. <laughs> 
China is asshole. There's just so many of them. Yeah, China is asshole. <laughs> that was my favorite meme of the year before last, whatever it was. That was so good. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's just so many of them. It's it's easy to notice patterns in someone that's so populous, you know. Well, they come in like groups of a hundred, following a yellow flag mm-hmm. around, and it's just they are horrible tourists for sure. Yeah, they're, they're, you I'm, couldn't get two more opposite cultures in China and Japan. You just yeah, can't. I've heard that before. Yeah, we follow the yellow hear flag Chinese people bit, talking from three blocks away. <laughs> Whereas you could be on a subway with two hundred Japanese people and fall asleep, like you wouldn't even know they're yeah. there if you didn't look at them. They don't make a sound because it's yeah. Weird. I, I hey. was socialized with some Japanese people in uh, in Bangkok. And uh, that's kind of Japan on vacation. When it's they're like drinking, Japanese. they're different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, th- it was a really uh, pleasant experience because, like, there were it was a really kind of delicious combination of fucking crazy and will do anything, and also very polite and uh, like they really looked after me. That this this. Uh, you were making a drunken mess of yourself. I, I was a drunken mess, and uh, these guys, these guys walked me walked me home to my hotel at seven o'clock in the morning. And it's like, and they've been the wildest fucking uh, group of people the whole night. You and, have to go drinking with Mongolians sometime. All oh, right, yeah, <laughs> this is, but not to a gas station in New, in uh, Jersey. Don't yeah, ever. no, don't do that. <laughs> don't ever drink with Mongolians. Yeah. <laughs> It's like a room full of redheaded females. You might, oh, yeah. It's crazier than a bag of spiders. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, back, though, So they, yeah. <laughs> in July of 1954, they bomb a post office. These Jewish terrorists yep. bomb a post office in Egypt. And again, and they've been supplied the delay devices, the incineraries, everything from yeah. Israeli Yeah, it was interesting. The, it was all, um, it, the way it worked was uh, there was a bag of acid that would slowly leak um, through the bag, being that it was corrosive, and eventually on a time release uh, would sort of ignite um, a, you know, uh, a, a payload of, of explosive. But I just, uh, but one of them, one of the guys, I guess the bag sprung a leak in his pocket and he set himself on fire while walking to his target. Philip Nathanson is who you're talking about. Yeah. And he was going to yeah. bomb a movie theater. And they had already, they had bombed movie theaters, uh, post offices, and kind libraries. of libraries. Yeah, libraries. Uh, they bombed an American library, actually. It's like, like, that pisses me off. We don't need to be setting any more libraries on fire in Egypt, you know. Yeah, That's, weren't uh, you the guys yeah. who were, weren't you the people who are bitching about books getting burned just a few years ago? Jesus well, I mean, Christ! The Great Library was burned by Caesar in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, and it is. Yeah, also in Egypt too. Yeah. That was yeah. a tragedy to humanity. Like that was the intellectual genocide. It was terrible. Yeah, it was like letting women vote. It's a joke. Yeah. Well, I, I <laughs> think that. that I, I think they should that, that uh, IMF expropriation of Italian gold. They should have just branded it as uh, reparations for Roman sla- Roman slave trade. <laughs> well, the North African slave trade had was more slaves went through that than I think all slavery in the rest of the world put together. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, the U.S. But, uh, exported about three hundred and fifty thousand, but then they started breeding them. And so you get yeah. into the millions, but that that's nothing compared to the African slave trade. 
Oh yeah, and then also Brazil too. That's that's not even scratching the surface what we got in America. Well, yeah, I'm including the Caribbean, the Americas. I mean, sort of. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brazil, um, yeah, Brazil but, was the last to, in the Americas to phase it out. Yeah. It, also, just really, the, they numerically the, the most, trade. I believe they're still using Chinese slaves well after the mm-hmm. Civil War. And really, um, I mean, what's an Indian reservation, right? That it's yeah. it's a spectrum. Like wage slavery was just cheaper. That was you know. The, yeah. re- the reason they decide to go with this is, well, I don't have to pay for their house or, or feed them. Um, we can just yeah. work them until they starve or start paying them on script because that just gets recycled back to the company store anyway. And that model lasted until the 1920s. Like that went after World War One. They're still paying people yeah. on script until uh, the Blair Mountain Rebellion and Colorado coal strikes, some other things, put an end to that. People with guns. Uh, not yeah. not running around with signs like people with guns got our labor rights. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's disgusting too. And I think it was also sort of you know now you're messing with World War One veterans. I mean they they used a million rounds of ammunition in the Logan County, West Virginia, in that rebellion, fighting the federal government for a month it was, you know, it was something else. And of course, the American oh, nice. Indians retook Wounded Knee in 1973 for three months. Wow. Uh, fighting killed that. FBI agents free Leonard Pelter by the way they yeah and it's like what are you gonna do go massacre the Indians at Wounded Knee again that didn't yeah matter, I know, you know? <laughs> talk about so optics they just kind of surround them and, and <laughs> shoot at them they killed uh, a white sympathizer that had gone there shot through the wall and hit him some hippie it died in it but you know, and that whole thing arose because of the goons. Well, uh, you said he was a hippie. Abuse Nothing of value re- was lost. Exactly. But the, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like, yeah, the, the, that's biowarfare, keeping a hippie behind your wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it's a big deal, though. Shashin He's bumming out all the Indians over about the other it. side of the wall, too. Yeah, Marlon Brando was speaking about it. Like, it was uh, a big thing, and... That's a little forgotten piece of history, too. But Yeah, I didn't know about that at all. I mean, at least you're on the other side of the pond, though. I'm just like, even people yeah, yeah, yeah. living in the U.S. don't know about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, now you know. The retaking of Wounded Knee. Now I do. I'll have to look in. Russell Means and well, Dennis Bank. Like, Russell Means was the libertarian candidate that lost to Ron Paul by one vote in 1988. And he's in Last of the Mohicans um, right. as an actor as well. And that dude was... He died in the 2000s but uh that guy was the most based of base like yeah (laughs) yeah, i'm not gonna call him ace of base because that's now a band but (laughs) yeah (laughs) dude had balls of coconuts Um, what's it called uh so here i I mentioned before that i went to the jewish virtual library there's some really great quotes in here yeah egypt had a mole inside the cell like they looked yeah they looked down on the egyptians so much they pull off this sloppy. Let me tell you how stupid the Israelis were. First of all, they're just hiring diaspora. They go one of one of the ones they approached at least was only sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't compartmentalize it, so all the bombers knew each other. So you catch one, you <laughs> catch them all, right? Yeah. And they knew the theater or library, whatever he was about the bomb. They had a fire truck parked out front. They were ready for it. And then Philip Matheson's bomb starts going off prematurely. They catch him in the act, interrogate him. He tells on everybody. 
they scooped these guys, 13 of them up in total. But only um, uh, one got away, and that was the double agent. <laughs> they conveniently, they let yeah. him get away. <laughs> the guy they who was, said, by the way. They announced that they uh, arrested him. Yeah, he was uh, he was also uh, a double agent. He was not a double agent with the Egyptians, also, and he was under an assumed identity as a former SS officer. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul Frank uh, was, was that his, his real identity. All oh, right, okay. no, his real identity was um, he something. Was uh, to be a Jew, uh, it, si- it was Abraham Seidenberg, um, uh, and yeah. also also known as um, what the fuck is it? Uh, I want to say Avi Seidel or something. Right. Uh, I don't remember. Um, but the point is, is uh, yeah, he um, he yeah. It turns out that prior to this entire thing occurring, he had already been flipped by the Egyptians, and yet still oversaw this entire thing, not seeing an not seeing an issue with it. Well, um, he also poses uh, a British businessman. He was. Um... John Darling, because it was Abraham yeah, Dar. Yeah, Darling, yeah. yeah. So from Abraham Dar oh, Avri to John e- Ilad, that was his other. Right, yeah. and then he goes to uh, Seidenberg and Avri Elad as an Egyptian. And Elad was basically really just a mercenary. Like, he did it from the coin. And so he's like, yeah, I'll triple agent, double agent, I'm on whoever's paying me, right? Yeah. yeah. He, uh, the Egyptian intel knew it was coming anyway, and um, they catch him, but this... Okay, Israel just tried a false flag terrorist attack, bombing targets inside of Egypt. That's an act of war already. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And not only that, but they're trying to blame it on someone else, trying to blame it on the Muslim Brotherhood or blame it on the communists. And the Muslim Brotherhood actually, because they're so tied to the CIA, that's a whole other can of worms, but there was an attempted assassination on Nasser. And, of course, he survives, the first one. And he gets dictatorial powers because they the public falls in love with them even more right oh they try to assassinate you and so he goes around and arrests like 20,000 people or something and he actually had a lot of the future uh, uh, operatives of the World Trade Center bombing in 93 sitting in his jail right that makes sense yeah, yeah. like he should have been like we definitely should have sided with Nasser against the Soviets and the uh, Al Qaeda and the Muslim Brotherhood but mm-hmm. You know, Israel messes it all up. They bomb the targets. What it should have happened is Israel gets caught doing a false flag in Egypt and committing acts of terrorism. They should have been reprimanded, right? Yeah. And but the British and the French, they were like, just give us a pretext, because they were just want the Brits didn't want to leave the Suez anyway. A faction of them, at least, didn't want to. Yeah. Uh, the French didn't like this, you know, and the, because the French Zionists were building up uh, Israel's nuclear reactors and that program because the French were strapped for cash and they needed the money. And so the US, Israel's just recycling its money from mm. its um, mega donor group inside the United States and Canada and over to the French so they can get a nuclear reactor, right? Same right. time, they're stealing enriched uranium from Pennsylvania covertly. That's with Salman Shapiro and those those people connected to Sunborn Institute and things that are smuggling this uranium out. And, uh, you know, the, the Americans would ask him to be on the non-proliferation treaty and Kennedy was going to force him to. And they just said no, yeah. Yeah, they just killed him and replaced him with Johnson, who gave him the liberty attack, which they also tried to blame on Egypt. <laughs> yeah. <first. laughs> yeah. You know, so they catch this guy, they get all the operatives, and 
the whole thing is blamed on Pinhas Levan, who's the defense minister of Israel. And uh, one of them produces a document, uh, Ben, ben uh, Gabili. I always call him Benjamin Gabili, but he uh, claims, look, here's his signature. He authorized this whole thing, but they'd forged it. And that would come out later, but it took about six years for him to be yeah. exonerated because Ben Gurion and his little cult of uh, like Daigon and, and Benjamin Gavili and Ben Gurion did authorize it. So they blamed it all on yeah. Levon. And Ben Gurion. And then also Ben Gurion ended up being, replacing Levon. Yeah, yeah, he gets He ended up taking over minister. the. Right. Defense Minister, yeah. <laughs> and he was already the head of the terrorist groups that did all those bombings in the past. I mean, he was an Israeli yeah. prime minister, uh, but he was the head of the Jewish agency, which was the government in waiting that became the first government of Israel. And he, along with Ergun and Stern, committed all these terrorist attacks like the Patria, for example, um, that that we were talking about earlier. That was all right, under right. his auspice. Like Einstein chastised him, basically called him a fascist. Uh, wrote a letter to the New York Times about it. Albert Einstein, you may have heard of him, smart yeah. guy. They tried to make him the first president of Israel, and he refused. He said the idea of a Jewish state is as silly as a Jewish bus or a Jewish chair. <laughs> like, a state's a state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's state. funny that, that they took that. we tried to run away from? Right, right? Yeah. Well, The well, Germans no, can't have an say... ethnic state, but we can. Yeah. Well, that's uh, funny that that he would say such a thing because now there's literally Jewish para- there's literally Jewish ambulances in Brooklyn, yeah. and you know, Jewish buses and Jewish benches and <laughs> Jewish, Jewish benches. Yeah, I think yeah, I think there's there's benches for of, the Jewish buses made of stale bagels or something. Yeah, no, they're made <laughs> out of they're made out of uh, old lampshades and candle wax. Oh Jesus! I thought you were gonna say soap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, fuck. Um, what's it called? Uh, setting so... on the electric floor. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind um, of like war propaganda does need to get debunked because it, it's so silly. It discredits the rest of it. That isn't funny yeah. or silly. Yeah. And so it's important to parse out like the bullshit claims about the Holocaust from the legit ones. Yeah. And the, because you're not allowed to discuss it at all. Um, it just gets sillier and sillier. I'm like, you're not helping the credibility here by allowing every mm-hmm. alarmist, you know, any you know, the yeah. most ridiculous stuff, <laughs> like death by lumberjack and things like that shouldn't happen. <laughs> but you, yeah, the you bear know. and the bear and the eagle. That was in the New York Times. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how much you weren't allowed to say no. And a lot of how uh these groups that finance the illegal arms sales to the Israelis to kill the Palestinians, they were actually laundering money through Holocaust charities. Mm. And it was just mm. political suicide to to go after a Holocaust charity. Sure, yeah. That they're yeah. just like, let them do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, know, it, I've said this on the show before. How but fucked it's like, is that? It's like, they took pro- money away from Holocaust victims to give arms yeah. to Israelis to Holocaust Palestine. To Holocaust some other people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> other semites actual semites yeah it's anti-semitic like, <laughs> the inability to talk about it it's like the the what's illegal the west in general has completely um has completely lost the plot since i was a kid you know i i'm i grew up grew up in the 70s and 80s and like school teachers have always been liberals but i i the sort of 
I was indoctrinated by my school teachers that, oh, you know, you're not allowed to, to question the Holocaust in Germany, and that's a stupid idea because it's just going to make it's just going to make matters worse. Yeah, it's like saying was, you can't was, you can't question nine eleven or something. Like, why not? Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It's not going to change it. That was in in Britain at least. You know, even school teachers would say that. You know, no, you've got to be able to say whatever you want because otherwise it's you know it's just going to make it worse well you get that you get that in modern issues right with the coof with uh with global warming like global warming alarmists that say ridiculous stuff like the earth will be melting in 10 years Mm -hmm. uh that is not true and it makes it seem like the rest of it's crazy yeah and the rest of it's not as crazy as that at least and with covid19 like the lab leak theory has been out for over a year and they're just now yeah. admitting, yeah, I guess it did come from the lab. But Facebook and fact checkers and Twitter and stuff, you know, and Google is tied up with uh, AstraZeneca and, uh, and other uh, vaccines, which is really gene therapy. Yeah. You're not allowed to speak about it. And so what happens is because there's no dialogue, you got people be like, it's all a hoax. The disease doesn't exist, which is wrong. Or the disease exists and it's into the world, which is also wrong. And you can't have a nuanced opinion, but it's the side that's calling it a hoax and stuff that gets censored. But there's a lot of things in between hoax and end of the world. And they yeah. you just can't talk yeah. about any of it. It's doomsday, sell the pills. Yeah, they trust the science. I'm like, I think you mispronounced Big Pharma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's another one that the exaggerations are winning because you are mm-hmm. not allowed to question it at all or you're yeah, kicked off social true. media, lose your job, you want to kill grandma, blah, blah, blah. And the Holocaust I mean, is like that. Global warming is like that. Even American Civil War history is like if you say anything positive about the South, you just wanted to keep slaves and hate blacks. And right, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah. You know, it's I mean, just, do, you, do you think that... If you, that say, if you say states' rights, it means you want slavery back. There's... there's <laughs> There's been a lot of media uh, in recent years about the opiate epidemic, which they call Shackley, like, they like to call it, Sacklers. and, the, yep. and the, the absolute corruption of Big Pharma. And the but interesting, though, sorry to that. interrupt you, William, but also you mentioned the Sackler family. I love how like that's now like the one fucking group of pharma, comp- like the one group of pharmaceutical CEOs that you're allowed to criticize. They purposely keep your fucking you know, like they they make them be like a very public face of shithead farm pharma CEO people. So that like it provides cover for every one of these other fucking assholes who are, you know, make push making everyone fucking age 12 to 59 have to get a fucking untested gene therapy yeah i mean and that's on top of the fucking antidepressants and shit that they've been pouring down yeah. the throats well we liberated all that opium in afghanistan it has to go yeah. somewhere yeah i mentioned this on the show before but uh, i have a buddy who uh, served uh two tours in Afghanistan and two in Iraq. And one of the tours he spent in in Afghanistan, he spent his entire time, I believe it was an eight month period, just guarding a poppy field. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing they know, like the people over there know exactly why they're there. It's not about hunting down Al Qaeda Mm -hmm. or the Taliban or what it's It's not because they hate our freedom. No, they didn't even know. Uh, there was a poll in Afghanistan. They didn't even know 9-11 happened. They had to be like, there was a, two plane crashes in a village called New York. I mean, yeah. which makes them more accurate than this change. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. at least know there's an airplane. Like, <laughs> but they didn't even yeah. know. 
You, so. Oh, you don't subscribe to the thermite paint? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your Jesse the Body impression? Yes, the I was a fighter. I was a governor. I'm Jesse the Mind Ventura. He went downhill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I like him. He was a wrestler. So yeah, I like his good. riffraff from Rocky Horror haircut. <laughs> it's that superstar Billy Graham thing. Like, yeah. Hogan, he copied me. Yeah, I can't do it. But like, uh, <laughs> you know, he did a good job as governor, though. He left with a surplus. Yeah. He did. He did a lot. You know, so even someone like that wacky is better than government. Like as, you know, <laughs> yeah. regular. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, but uh, yeah, he's wrong on 9-11. He started subscribing to some of the Judy Wood nonsense and do weapons and stuff. I'm like, dude, how much, how high are you getting in Mexico? Like, because that's a yeah. weird thing. Like, he's you, can't, off the you can't be that stupid naturally. Yeah. That's definitely a, a marijuana paranoia thing. Like, like, yeah. And I know it's lots of people earth. smoke and it doesn't affect them that way. Just like lots of people can drink without being alcoholics. Don't somebody, mm-hmm. anytime you mention yeah. weed, you get like a fucking cult reaction like oh, i smoke weed no i'm not a dumbass I'm like yeah but look at all the ones that are yeah you know it's like well, no, yeah, no, i would no say one that drinks denies like drinking and driving is a bad thing but people who smoke pot act like it well, doesn't smoke- hurt anybody ever and like uh yeah. clearly some people can't handle it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah, well, oh, we, yeah we've met those guys there's a certain type of guy they're the only ones of them you ever met are potheads so that there's gotta right. be there's a correlation there somehow yeah i mean i can tell like someone will be posting dumb shit on my forum or telegram and like three sentences in i'll say how old were you when you first started smoking weed and they're like 15 16 how'd you know i'm like because you can't be that dumb naturally you just yeah. can't <laughs> Uh, bug. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you, maybe there's something to the fact that my wife the other day said to me, "All right, Scott, that's it. Uh, you've gone too far with saying that space might be fake." Because <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what do they right say now, is up brother? there? Where they just think it's like cities on the other side of the donut earth um, or something? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I take a kind of agnostic approach to all of these things. I don't know. I haven't seen it with my own eyes, so who knows? I mean, I'm on the other side. It could be space. It could be space. It is space. (laughs) It's space. (laughs) We have satellites up there. Yeah. (laughs) It's balloons. Uh, You mean, I was going to say, you mean helium balloons? It's a giant um, hologram. Yeah. (laughs) Seen since ancient times. It's literally, yeah. it's literally a living organism that ancient NASA LED was just just uh, you know ancient NASA was back there full in the Mayans and the Greeks uh, with their big hologram of the stars that look exactly like they do now. Like they're there. Yeah, I, mean, the, the, <laughs> I almost don't even want to say this because it's. It, I mean, it's dignifying it with a with a response, <laughs> right. but like, um, yeah, I did, I did. I sort of studied navigation and. The Earth is a sphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like the, the flat Earthers say that that oh, you know, the the GPS is just faked by NASA. Like, okay, what about Magellan? You know, it's like they they, they what, figured out. What that, about that a, I have the sun shining through my window right now? How about y'all? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and wait, wait <laughs> oh, a minute. An it's bright enough to light up as far as I can see. Right, the whole day on this half of the planet. Yet you can't see the sun at night. You can see all yeah. the other stars, but you can't see the biggest, brightest one. Yeah, that lights up. They think it's it's like 
There's no bridge principles. It's ad hoc hypotheses indefinitely. And the only way to maintain a position like that where you're like, here's my explanation for A, and then I have a totally different explanation for B, but if I have B, I can't have A at the same time. Right? You can say, well, that's yeah. because it's on the other side of the disc or something. Right? Like, well, where's the edge <laughs> of the disc? It doesn't matter. You know, it's like the only way you can maintain uh, when you lose bridge principles is wheat. Like, because they can't maintain like two layers <laughs> yeah. of thought ever. And I'm not yeah. just talking about while they're high. I mean, it's like if you're smoking wheat every day, it doesn't come back. Like, people are visibly dumber. And you can tell, I can tell when one of my siblings or something is smoking again, because I'm like, oh yeah, he can't find his keys. He just walked in the room and doesn't remember why he's there. Stuff like that. They think that's normal. Everybody does that. I'm like, no, no, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen to everybody. Maybe as a kid, you lose your shoes or something. But when you're an adult, like you don't, that doesn't happen without drugs. I don't lose my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I sort of, I still drink uh, like a couple of days a week kind of thing, but I don't, not, not so much, but I, I, since I've cleaned up my act to the extent that I have, I don't, I definitely don't lose my shoes and my keys as much as I used to. Alcohol do that to you too. Problem. I mean, that's, uh, yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I basically but, spent the last 10 years being like on the border of like piss drunk. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think like now that, now that I only smoke weed, I think it's been such a noted improvement on my cognitive and, and like motor abilities that everyone's just happy. I mean, don't, we're not picking on your hair. So you don't come across as a, as a weed guy. Yeah, particular. no, I don't. I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that even though if you're agnostic on space, you. that's weed. Like, yeah, <laughs> you have to be like, you can't be an yeah. adult and be that fucking stupid. You just can't, <laughs> not without drugs. Like if you're paranoid to that point, like it's not, it's not something you accept based on faith or belief. It's something you're supposed to understand. You're supposed to know that based on knowledge, not based on, well, that's what I believe. It's like, it's not a belief. Like I don't believe in gravity. I know about it. Like I cannot yeah. <laughs> not believe in it. You know what I mean? I like, observe it. Yeah. It's like I don't. What, I don't what, believe in the sun. I've seen it. You know, it's there. That's you know. You're supposed to the know these th- things. One of the fun things is their rationale for why uh, their rationale for the round Earth hoax, which is to make you feel insignificant, and like that's saying a lot about you, man. You know, like uh, <laughs> th- thinking that the universe is infinite or whatever, and and the Earth is round, doesn't make me feel insignificant at all. I'm still an asshole, yeah. just the same kind of asshole I would be if it was flat. I just have a massive narcissistic ego to balance with the idea that I'm alone in a fucking an infinite yeah, universe. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still gonna have. I, th- that's not gonna ruin my my day. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, I would say indefinite universe, not infinite, but it's got it's apparently expanding. Sure, yeah, it's, I guess, um, yes. I'm just, whatever. I'm just trying I'm to like, sound smart like black science earth. man. Pretzel earth. Yeah. It's just Tell I, me, I live on the other side of the earth. I'm like, look at me walking around outside when it's nighttime there and daytime here. Where do you think yeah. it happened? Am yeah. I on the other side of the disc? Or are we all on top of the disc? And what's on the bottom of the disc? They don't, Some of these people don't believe in gravity. Like, no, the disc is just moving upwards all the time. It's just, uh, you know, it's all, somebody, somebody made this shit up being like potheads will believe it and uh, yeah. made quite a bit of money selling books on this crap. And 
I did, if you yeah, told me earth, 20 years Lord. ago that flat earth was going to be a thing like that would have a comeback I would have laughed but man there's stuff like if you see like Babylon B or the onion or these um, sarcasm rags yeah it's getting to be like you got to go way out there on the sarcasm because even the stuff you thought was incredibly stupid and impossible sure, to yeah. is you can't tell if it's sarcasm or stupidity because there are so many people that are that dumb. Like our educational yeah. system has failed. And a lot of it is because of the government constantly lying and gaslighting people. Like yeah. They lied about the Levant affair. They lied about the Gulf of Tonkin. They lied about Iran-Contra. They lied about gassings in Syria. They lied about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They're over-exaggerating the coup and the Holocaust. Nah, nah, nah. But they're like, <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that in there. It'd be funny. But they, you know. They are constantly, constantly lying. So they're like, I can't trust what's on TV. And, yeah, and yeah. I can't trust it when they say trust the science with the coup. Like you're ruining the credibility of science yeah. by using that as a shield to push big pharma. And so they're like, well, you know, science, my ass. Right. So they stop. They don't know where the line is. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this isn't true either. Maybe that maybe that they've taken too many red pills too fast. And they think. They get into just perpetual doubt. Like, uh, nothing is true. Everything's a lie. And, like, they have radicalized the public by constantly lying to them. Well, I think that that, that works for them, though, in a way. Because on the, by doing that, but it does kind of make one go, oh, well, then everything's all bullshit. And then it it's atomizes easy. society even more. It atomizes. Yeah. And then not just that, but it makes it really easy for for reg normies to other those people. Mm-hmm. And be like, all right, well, we're just going to break these fucking guys off of society. You're yeah. not going to you're not going to care when we Waco them because they didn't follow the science, you know. <laughs> well, that was so, like, part of the reason Waco was like, man, because it was like, well, it was just some religious cult. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's uh, it a bunch of people and children. It doesn't matter what the religion is, but it did. I can't, I, I can't remember the exact quote, but it stuck with me. There's a there's a film about Ruby Ridge, uh, oh. which is pretty good, and uh, that. And it has a clip from of Bill Maher basically doing that on his show about it. So oh, these guys are fucking, you know. I'm pretty sure he was. A he did a movie called Religiosity, where he went and bashed on every religion other than Judaism. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of got owned by the Catholic guy, though. Yeah, that's true. He was. Yeah, I was yeah. like, he's all. I've never heard that before. I'm like, you've never engaged in religious discussion before, then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, hell. You're used to just being surrounded by other fucking coastal elites who right. go like, "Oh, Bill, that's so smart." Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. It's a, he used oh, to call himself no, a libertarian. That is what a Republican would say. And then he realized he's just a Democrat that wants to legalize drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot. Almost all libertarians are not libertarians. They're either Democrats that want to legalize drugs or they're anarchists. There's barely yeah. anybody that understands limited government, the, the old Jeffersonian model. They're just like, I, you know, they just want to do their drugs or get rid of police and borders or whatever. I'm like, that's not, no one ever in the early, you know, Virginia presidents that created libertarianism mm-hmm. didn't want to have a border. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have different languages. <laughs> Is that like borders exist for a reason, even if it's a frontier? No one ever said just like get rid of courts and stuff. They specifically created courts and a Supreme Court and the whole system for it and the division of powers and stuff. It it's not libertarianism is not no government. It's limited government. Yeah. We're not getting rid of um, you know, court cases so that 
people can settle civil disputes or the fire department or the post office or something. Like we have public works and stuff. The problem with government is when it's favoring commercial interests and it's playing it's a coach and rather than a referee. And yeah. what Jefferson wanted, what Rothbard wanted, what Ron Paul wanted was like get rid of the income tax, get rid of corporate welfare because that gets rid of warfare at the same time. Stop with the bailouts and things. Stop interfering in the marketplace and have an actual free market. Not, oh, these industries get subsidized and these other ones don't. Or we're going to use regulations to make it impossible for you to have the initial capital to start up to compete. Or we're not going to let you compete across state lines. Or all the crap they do, you know, all the Lincoln type shit they do. Like, that's what we need to get rid of. That doesn't mean, oh, yeah, just get rid of the whole thing and just dog eat dog anarchy. I'm like, oh, yeah. That would work in your fantasy land where everybody's mature and intelligent, but they're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. I was like, we, we have a bunch of <laughs> hoodlums that it's like, you think your guns, and they got guns too. It's like, that's just, look at what's happening when they're defunding the police. And I know how bad American cops are, but that doesn't mean it can't function. Like police in Japan, I'll, I don't have a problem with them at all. Of course, they're not trained by the Israelis and they're not, yeah. um, you know, it, there's not an IQ cap. You are on a, you on a job, too, by the way. You know way. what I mean? You're not really, you, it doesn't matter what country you put you in. You're not going to start suddenly fucking doing crimes either. You, you've got, you've got. Job yeah, but I got harassed by cops in America, whether I was doing a crime or not. Yeah. You know, yeah. just the crime That's of being true. a teenager. I, I got harassed by Virginia cops. It was weird because in North Carolina, I never had an issue with them on our island and stuff. I go to Charlottesville and like every week I would just not go into the city because I didn't want to be harassed by police right. and it was, I wasn't doing anything, but they're just like, I kind of have dark circles under my eyes always have. So that I look like a drug person or something. Maybe I don't know sure, what it was, yeah, but they're yeah. just like, I get pulled over. I'm like, why are you pulling me over? I have, I'm not speeding and I do it. It doesn't matter. And you can be like, you might be detained. That's all bullshit. Cops will do whatever they want to do. Right. And then yeah. cops in Charlottesville are abusive. They get off on it. And I swear it's like, they were the dork in high school. And so they see like the successful high school kid uh, who's getting laid and, and is athletic and stuff. And they just want to make your life miserable out of resentment. That's what I think it is. And they would go and like yeah, gang up on like C college kids. As and, a role. Yeah. Somebody drinking at a UVA football game, whatever. And they like beat him and tear all their clothes off and handcuff him in front of people like public humiliation. And it's just a bunch of fat guys and they get off on it. Like they get to beat up the guy that could beat them up so easy if they aren't police mm -hmm. like he's not even fighting back because that just gets some time in a cage right and it's abuse of power is what it is and fuck them fuck the police the police we have but that doesn't mean policing in general as a concept is wrong yeah our cops are wrong like audit the police because you can see functional police in other nations same with the border yeah, like that's true. we have to have a fucking border if japan didn't have a border it would become china overnight mm -hmm. we'd have millions yeah, yeah, of chinese true. people coming to japan and it wouldn't be japanese anymore all, you that, have all, to that have list, all that list of bad bad things that could come into society that John Brennan likes to warn us about on CNN, like you know, uh, nativism and uh, uh, I don't know what what else on the, on on the list. But this basically is describing Japan. The, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I get, from what I hear, it's one of the most cohesive, harmonious societies that there is. The lowest crime rate, the largest, longest life expectancy. They're like top three in yeah. any educational category, uh, lowest, oh, the essays lowest are having a fucking party rate, outside with fireworks, like the most centurions. They're winning on every measuring stick. 
Yeah. And it's and they're like and it's not because it's ethnically homogenous because so is North Korea. And yeah. that doesn't work at all. It's this government. It's like and they got the same constitution as the US it, that the US had in the forties, except they obey it. <laughs> worse right. we yeah. ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just a fig leaf if it's not enforced. Do, do, what What's the sort of... Japan has these kind of very, very long-lived corporations, like, you know, how... Yeah, Mitsubishi. Under the sort of global... Yeah, the, under Sony. the global fascist system, you get that. You know, you get, like, you know, Mercedes and Krups are still going, even though they were part of the Nazi regime, because they get bailed out and get kept going by and sort of protectionism by the the state to keep them going uh what what's the what's the japanese version of that do they, do they... well they had a zaibatsu system but the reason that japan all right so japan's got two issues that keep it the way it is one is competing with china and you can't right. compete with the dollar store goods from china because China has, everybody knows, they've got sweatshop labor, essentially slavery, like women living in factories with suicide nets and things. It's like you're not going to outcompete China on like dollar store widgets and just low end crap. You're going to have to make skilled products that require skilled labor. Japan has no natural resources, so no coal, no oil, no, no, no fossil fuels, no natural gas. So they're going to have to import all of that. So the only way to survive is making finished products and you better make them good and have a good reputation because you yeah. can't go for the, the shit products and you can't sell your raw resources. You don't have them. So you're going to have to take what you got and build the Toyotas and Panasonic's yeah. and Sony yeah. and things. And they've done a very good job exporting their culture, whether that's through martial arts or anime or video games or whatever. Like they dominated the, uh, the uh, computer console for a long time with Nintendo yeah, absolutely, yeah. and PlayStation and they dominated Sony Walkman as the first, you know, cassette tape and mobile yeah. thing like that. They still just call first them hybrid Walkman. cars and, you know, with a combination of Nissan and Toyota and Honda and Yamaha, which is the best motorcycles, they musical instruments, cameras, et cetera. They made, they went in the tech sector because that was their survival. It's like, they're not going to be a weapons exporter. Yeah. They're not going to be a drug exporter. They, population is very anti-drug here uh and they don't have oil or anything so they gotta make they gotta be educated and make finished products and sell them around the world scotland did a similar thing like there's there's they got nothing up there and it's only like five million people but like per capita they are kicking ass um disproportionate number of thinkers you know from david hume and philosophy writers etc and it's because that's your way out it's true um yeah. which shows you that like even Without the resources, and it's just, it really pisses me off when there's a nation like in, like in Russia or in Africa where you've got all the natural advantages and you just yeah. squander it. What's Russia do? It just sells its resources. Like it just sells oil, nickel. You could be making things out of that and selling those. But yeah. that requires Russians don't do that kind of shit, though. No, they just sell their timber and stuff. It's easy, quick. It's like, but you could be making finished goods and then you would, you'd have more than a 9,000 dollar a year you know salary yeah. for the your base and a lot of african despots they just they just sell the rubber sell the oil sell the whatever yeah it's like you could be making tires and candy bars and finished goods out of that rather than selling your raw resources but the way the 
financial institutions are structured. The World Bank, the IMF, are not going to give you a loan for manufacturing. Yeah. yeah. They're going to give you a loan for infrastructure, for roads and hospitals and stuff, which are going to be paid for by you selling off your raw products, yeah. which we make into finished goods and sell back to them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so, right. and they see that. And it's predatory lending. There's transfer pricing. There's, and the, a lot of it's domestic corruption, especially in Africa and in Russia, a place like this where it's just you know, an oligarchical system that needs to be cleaned up. Everybody knows you just grease the palms in Nigeria and places around there. And there's a few countries, Botswana and, and Libya up until 2011 that were turning it around and figured out yeah. the model. Gaddafi sent people to universities in the West, had them come back with the skills and we're going to make our own stuff. So what do they do? Look what happened to him. Yeah. Killed yeah. him and gave the country to <laughs> Al Qaeda. So not sure if there is a way out of that. Like, the only way out of that is for Westerners themselves to say knock it off, right? Which yeah. I think they're starting to realize, like, yeah, we're going to keep importing refugees if we keep exporting um, financial warfare as well as sometimes straight up well, warfare, warfare. What's the what's the Chinese development model in Africa? Well, because they, they're throwing throwing money at it and building. Yeah, their idea is we'll give them a cunt hair better deal than the Europeans, and they'll turn to us. <laughs> right. But they're right. still, right. you know, because China needs. The maritime silk road and the americans have blocked them and you know we're in afghanistan so you're not getting that pipeline to around. yeah uh so they try to come up and china also is a place that desperately needs oil and natural gas so you can buy it from the russians or and there's reasons why they don't like they hate each other um but uh they've pissed off the indians so it's like okay where are you gonna get it they gotta go to the middle east america's in the yep. middle east gotta go to africa yep there's no deep water ports, though. Um, Kenya and all these coastal African countries have oil, but they don't have pipelines that go to the go east. Right. They go north. Right. They all go up yep. toward the Red yeah, Sea. Yeah, they go to Europe. To, to yeah. feed Europe. Right. Exactly. And so China's desperately trying to get that. And but you saw like with who has the oil in the Sudan, the south. But where's the pipeline has to pass through the north because yeah. you have to hit a port for it to be able to ship to China or wherever you can, you can go by caravan, which is a really inefficient way. He's putting it on trucks. You can go by pipeline on land routes or through the sea. If you have enough money, like the North Stream line, or you can put it on boats, but you have to still pipe it to the boats. And so there's this big pipeline war. It's kind of quiet. We never admit the official reason. It's always oh for environmentalism or this ethnic group, and uh, it's pipelines. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, Syria wanted a pipeline from Iran to Latakia, and that would have circumvented the Turkish-Israeli route. So they're like, well, we can't have that. So what happens? Syria gets thrown upside down, and uh, and they're also putting pressure on Iran. It's like all this yeah. crap, like from the Levant affair or even before that to now, like these, this fucking parasite has cost the world trillions because yeah. of his ethnic state fantasies. We, we, you can't help but notice a correlation between countries where uh, usury is forbidden and countries that are getting bombed by the globo homo industry. Yeah, well, that's um, why that is. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder who. Uh... <laughs> Probably a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, it's the banking pressures, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. even stinking Lincoln at first, he was like, "Ah, oh, let him go," 
And then all these bankers from yeah. Boston and Philadelphia and New York were like, no, nah, you can't allow free trade zone down there. Mm-mm. Because w- the taxes the South is paying is being spent on the North. Yep. You know, yeah, that almost the entirety, yeah, yeah. like 75% of the revenue that was collected was just those three cities. And the rest oh, was going yeah, that's to true, like, yeah. the Ohio Valley region. They weren't spending it in Mississippi or whatever. They're spending it in New York City. Like the rest of us are always paying for the debts of New York and San Francisco and these in Chicago. Yeah. They go into debt. The whole DC, state, the of whole course. state of New York is being Syracuse and all the rural areas. They're all paying for New York City. The yeah. bad decisions yeah. made in New York City. And the same thing with California. Like Northern California does not benefit from that relationship because they're no. paying for these giant cities in the it's south. It's a majorly depressed, economically depressed area. One of my oldest friends that I knew from the internet, um, he would Anthony he only. <laughs> no um uh he uh only literally everyone in the his entire town basically worked seasonally because there was just no real work going on up there um Listen and then uh pretending to have friends yeah. i know right well i met him on 4chan in 2007 it's not that big of a brag well, um, if you if you're net dragging on 4chan you've reached desperate times yeah <laughs> <laughs> But apparently uh, yeah, I no, have like a big profile down there. They love me for some reason. I'm like I've never even read it. But that's what I hear. What, yeah. On 4chan. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what 4chan is. Like he won't say the J word. He keeps saying his iron. God damn his yeah. information's damning. Oh <laughs> <I was like, laughs> <"Whoa." laughs> uh, yeah. No, th- this was back in the old days when uh when before there was even there was even politics on 4chan. This was just like of course there was like, you know, jokes with rude words in them obviously but uh, such as what for example (laughs) 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 that (laughs) oh they're picking on the privilege class (laughs) yes (laughs) the real privilege class (laughs) yeah um anyway so let's just wrap it up here i think we got uh you know I, it was just honestly an anyway, awesome we, t- time we touched talking. on it and uh yeah. it's fine going Go all to over wikipedia the place and it's one of those things where wikipedia it isn't really a cover-up job because it's just there's no way to cover this one up right yeah. but it is limited in what they admit and yeah. i have i got a film called decades of deception and don't confuse that with decade of deception which is some kook 911 film mm-hmm. she stole my title and changed one letter Anyway, oh, uh, it's on ANCReport.com. It's 18 bucks, but it's an hour-long um, movie that gets into all these different covert operations, including the Levon Affair, the Kennedy assassinations, um, Gladio, like um, Washtub, things, some things you hadn't heard of, some things you have. And it's sort of like the table of contents. It's like, you want to learn more? Because it's all on the site somewhere anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie to see. And I had one just on the Levon Affair that uh, Vimeo erased, and I'm looking for it. I found, like, <laughs> the Wayback Wind Machine as, like, a screen capture of it, but it's okay. totally gone. Um, sucks. But um, Decades yeah, of suck. Deception on my website, if you get that, it's worth it. And then I would dig through. I've got, like, ten movies that are free that people can watch. One of them's called, <laughs> called How Terrorists Formed a Nation. And uh, that gets into how Israel was created. And I'd watch that one, and then I'd watch Decades of Deception because you'd have the whole timeline of fuckery if you do that. 
Yeah, awesome. I also recommend checking out the jewishvirtuallibrary.org slash the-levon-affair. Um, that's, uh, it, it's just, it's the way it's it just check that out because it's got the spin zone version of it, of course. Uh, yeah, you should um, see that too. There's a book called Operation Susanna. That Okay, is it written by uh, an Israeli, I'm assuming? <clears throat> two guys wrote it. Um, I don't remember where they're from, but it's accurate, so. Operation Susanna. I okay. read that oh, years ago, but I was like, oh, this is, this it really gets into the background of all the bombers and it's like more than you need. But um if you're a history person or you really want to see If you're a history homo, if, if you, you if you're into uh, geopolitical strategy and you see the reverberations of this event into Israel's nuclear weapons and a lot, a lot of global globally impacting things including killing john kennedy like you should learn the levon affair because that'll help you get your head around new mech and these other things that would come were kind of happening at the same time yeah. um it, operation ajax it just happened in iran months before levon affair and uh you see the jump between eisenhower and kennedy versus johnson it's like yeah. the Israeli takeover of the United States was in November 1963. Complete, yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. They completed their At capture. At that point on. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, so is there anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Well, I think that film I suggested is, touches on everything. If you want to know about the Kennedys, if you want to know about Levon, uh, Oklahoma City, like it's all in this film. Like I went through all these conspiracies because I was sick of people going, oh, a conspiracy. <laughs> I'm like, here's a bunch that have already been admitted. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's it's yeah. an opening line in the film is every covert option operation that has ever occurred has been by definition a conspiracy. You got a group of people doing things that are otherwise yeah. considered illegal. This podcast and, and is a conspiracy. <laughs> we conspire this, to do. How this. do you know this podcast is even real? Maybe it's a dream. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just to make you. You feel can be agnostic about this. I won't mind. <laughs> Maybe it's just the Mandela effect. It never really yeah. happened. Yeah. Never know. <laughs> Prove otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, for us, um, you know where to find us, www.historyhomos.com. Uh, and uh, follow us across Instagram, social media, Twitter, all the places, at History Homos Pod. William would love to talk to you. Um, and there's a link tree in there. You can find all the places you can watch a show on video. Um, and I'm banned on all show, that stuff. I can't use yeah. Twitter or YouTube or Facebook or any of that well, stuff. Well, when I say I have when a Telegram. I say, uh, I guess yep, I could we plug. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, we were gonna plug yeah. ours too. Yeah, I got a Telegram, but A and C, which is anti-neocon. You can remember like anti-neocon. A and C report .com is my site, and the links to all the other stuff is on that site. And that's the yeah, only righteous. thing I plug because anything else I have could be gone tomorrow. Could like go I've often tomorrow, been on a show yeah. and plug something. Oh yeah, we got banned there too. So I just got a strike on my backup, backup, backup YouTube channel yesterday. <laughs> So I can't That's do videos. Tough. Yeah, I know it sucks. It's like we're going, to, we're on Odyssey and we're on BitChute, we're on all that stuff. But rather than giving out a bunch of addresses, I just say go to the website ANC Report, and then you know go to what you like: podcast, videos, articles, whatever your medium is, yeah. and and check it out through there. Right, and it, what, your Telegram would be t.me slash ANC Report. That's right. See, he's on it. And yep. that, that's the one that's the on one there. that's just I um that's like I give news. We have another yep. telegram that's uh for everybody to talk to each other, but I warn yep. you before you go in there, 
That's, yeah, uh, that's one. Yeah, our ours. Is, we have the same thing. We have t.me slash history homos, and that's where we give the news. Yes, and right. then t.me slash history homos chat is uh, well. There's a Fed in there. We'll just say that. <laughs> I'm sure I got some Feds. What is my other one called? Let's. And we got plenty of Patriots in there. Oh, no, what yeah. is your other one called? Because I, I, I've, I've been. Yeah, I want to get in there. there. What is that? <laughs> I'm gonna give you the address. I'm so tech illiterate. Do the damn thing. Manage group is that what you hit? I have it open, but I don't know how to get add people or whatever. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, da, 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 link channel, ANC report, whatever. Huh? It's a, it's a real honor to have you on anyway. Oh, I got it. Here. Here's a link. I'll just send it to you in the thing. Is there a chat right, in here? Okay. I believe yeah, so. Yeah, there oh, is. yeah, there is. Yeah, it's Zoom, isn't it? Yeah. There's probably some T.me thing, but I can't find it because Boomer's going to boom. But yeah. there's the link to the the one where anyone can talk to anybody. Well, I will publicize that. Anyway, so uh, for us, um, I guess just uh, don't eat the bugs and don't live in the pod. Die with dignity, boys and girls. Uh, William, what do you want to say to the people? Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> well, we can do a show on him. Yeah. <laughs> Later, homos. Bye bye. Recording stopped. Boom. That was awesome, Ryan. Thanks. Awesome, Ryan. Thanks. I think